Welcome to You Gotta Have Faith. What is faith? In Hebrews 11th chapter, first verse, Paul writes, Faith is the substance of things hoped for and evidence of things not seen. One playwright writes that it's believing you see white when your eyes tell you black. It's a belief when no one else believes. Dr. King says if you don't believe in something, you'll fall for anything. This is a podcast about faith. This is a Christian podcast where we share our faith and belief in God and also in mankind, the goodness and kindness in mankind. In today's world, we see lots of ugliness based on racism, misogyny, and age-old grudges. But there is goodness in all of us. There is goodness in this world. But it begins with our belief. you got to have faith. Today is uh, March the 3rd, 2018. We have the whole group here. We've got Deb Carragher. Hey, Deb. Hi. <laughs> and, Cra- and Craig Dickerson. Hello, hello. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. All right. And um, we're going to focus on uh, Exodus, uh, 20th chapter, first 1 through 17, or as it's commonly known, the Ten Commandments. The Decalogue. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but before that, um, let me open us up in prayer. Heavenly Father, we uh, truly thank you for bringing us together on this wonderful Saturday morning. We thank, that, we thank you for um, opening our eyes with your word, and we pray that we uh, gain some knowledge and guidance through your word and that those who listen to us will be touched by your word. We want to be used by you, to be a utensil uh, for you, for your name, so that those who will hear us and hear your word will be touched by you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 All right. All right. <laughs> so we're, we're, going to, we're going to take something that everybody's going to know, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, hopefully. Yeah, I think, any, I mean, you know, even, even those who are really not that much, you know, who may not be Christians, everyone, everyone knows the Ten Commandments. They've heard Everybody of the Ten Commandments. Of the Ten Commandments. They may yeah. have seen the movie at Easter. That's right. On television. So you were saying how old these were. And and I, I found something that says like they're thirteen thirteen hundred years three thousand three hundred years old three thousand three hundred okay that's that's kind of what wow that's kind of what the, the 30, scholars 30. are saying now whatever mm-hmm. <laughs> who knows but uh, but so like um what thirteen thirteen hundred years before Christ or I guess so yeah I guess that's kind of how they're my figuring math it. is not yeah. good yeah. <laughs> no that was good that was good you you did that subtraction very well <laughs> no, I didn't. No, I didn't. yeah no very old rules mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. were handed down from the mountain yes stone <laughs> and exactly. in stone yeah we were talking <laughs> earlier about how these were delivered um, by Moses to you know his people that had fled slavery and there was an earthquake, lightning, fire, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the pronouncement of what you need to do yeah. to live a life that is godly. Yeah, I can still see Charlton Our Christian Heston. God. It's strange. Every time I think of Moses, I think of Charlton Heston. <laughs> of course. I, I, can't, I can't get any other image out of my mind. <laughs> That's has there, people there has go. been another mo- a Ten Commandments movie, a more recent one, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, no, great. There's the music. Thank you. This is really going to inspire. <laughs> oh, the cast of thousands. <laughs> Three and a half hour epic. In Technicolor, about, no less. About God. About God, yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> so I was saying to um, both Reg and Craig earlier, like, I kind of think about the commandments very rarely mm-hmm. and that having to actually take a look at them again and read them all in their entirety was very uh, eye-opening <laughs> and how my everyday life does not quite follow the Ten Commandments. Yeah, yeah. Whenever I, I see them or they're talked about, I always think of, okay, which one of these apply? <laughs> as, as if I could like pick, you know, <laughs> right, pick, right, exactly, you know, or rate them one yeah. through ten, right? Okay, the the best ones there. Yeah. You know? Well, and I kind of think of them more. I was saying as you know how Jesus re- kind of renamed the great commandments, and that the first four of the old commandments really are about you know uh, loving God, and then the rest of them are about loving your neighbor. Yeah, that's exactly right. And yeah. They, yeah, and the rest of them, uh, uh, and, well, in taking all of them, it's kind of like a how-to yeah. as mm-hmm. well. This is how you do it. Yeah. This is how you, you know, understand 
And we were talking about divinity. During, and we were ta- How you get into yeah. that. And we were talking about during breakfast. <laughs> this is really their first time being introduced to this new God, at least the new God to them. They've seen the miracles. They've seen, you know, the parting of the waters and the feeding of, you know, I think it rained bread, right? The I think manna. The, yeah, the manna. So this is like, hey, okay, so now you've seen God. This is how you praise him. This is These are the rules. Mm-hmm. So shall we get into that? Yeah, sure. Do you want to split it up? I was thinking uh, yeah. if we all do one version, like I'm doing King James. but uh, Oh, sure. I think I have NIV here. Yeah, NIV. But we can split it up like by verses if somebody wants to take like the first four or mm-hmm. however we want to I'll, do it. I'll, I'll start. Okay. okay, go for it. Um, so the first commandment, I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. You shall have no other gods before me. And when I think about this historically, we've talked, we've touched on this before. There are so many gods in this time historically and so this is this is this god moses is god saying no you're only going to worship me mm-hmm. i i am i am the one god yeah that 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 phrase i am is in like if you mm-hmm. in the greek and early hebrew that's another name for god right i am i am who i am i am it that's it yeah yep. but there are like lots of other names for attributed to our Lord God. But yes. at that time, there were you know, lots of different gods. But I think it's important, too, that he's like, here's where I've proven myself to you. I brought you out of slavery. Yeah. <laughs> I have done this for you already. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly right. So, um, I mean, I'll take the uh, next two. Sure. Okay. Uh, this is uh, 20th chapter, verse 4. This is the third commandment. You shall not make for yourself an idol in the form of anything in heaven above or on the earth beneath, or in the waters below. You shall not bow down to them or worship them. For I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, punishing the children for the sin of the fathers to the third and fourth generation of those who hate me, but showing love to a thousand generations of those who love me and keep my commandments. And I'll freeze right there, because, uh, you know, a this, lot going on. yeah, there's a lot going on, and... Um, I, when I think of, let me get, jump back in here. Here we go. Um, make yourself an idol. Yeah, we were talking about the idol. Like, my mom used to collect crosses, and um, she'd be like, "Oh, this is a gold cross, and this is this cross." She would watch TV, and there these televangelists. Oh, you know, this is a cross, and <laughs> you gotta was, get you the know, new one. <laughs> the new one right now, and th- you 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 will be blessed ten thousand fold or whatever. And we have to be very careful. Like, I'm, I think about the folks who travel. To see the uh, the shroud of Turin, or these sacred artifacts, which supposedly came from you know the time of Jesus Christ or whatever, um, we have to be very very careful of praising items instead of God Himself. Right. Yes. Yeah. And I and that's why I think that that's why the commandment exists, so that you're not worshiping mm-hmm. things, but that you you lend your mind to worshiping God. And um, I brought up during our conversation earlier this mm-hmm. morning how Catholics get a lot of criticism for idolatry because mm-hmm. they have a lot of statues of the Virgin Mary, mm-hmm. you know, that, that kind of thing. And um, it's really not about worshiping the statue so much as having something to remind you and represent the things that you should be worshiping. Yeah, to focus <coughs> on – put your – Put it's your heart and focus and mind on prayer. Yes. Yeah. yeah it's it's having exactly a focus, right. providing yeah, I, I, a focus. I think about it in much more abstract terms, of, you know, like look at my new, brand new, wonderful car. I love it. I love it so much. Oh, sure. You know, mm-hmm. or, 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 oh, that, you know, my investments have been done so well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Know? Yeah. I love the decisions I've made, and I won't think about anything else. Uh, sure. You know, except well, my earlier well, retirement. Those are some of yeah. our modern-day idols. Yeah. 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 Well, I think about the book of Genesis where Abraham has Isaac, and it's a blessing. But uh, he starts loving Isaac more than God. And God says, listen, mm-hmm. give up Isaac, yeah. which is a wonderful – I mean, there's a uh, pastor, uh, Reverend Marvis May of my church, uh, uh, Metropolitan Baptist Church, a long time ago. It's probably my favorite sermon uh, that he ever did or my favorite sermon that I've ever heard where he talks about giving up 
that thing that you love so much. If yeah, you Abraham love, yeah. Isaac, there's a lot of action drama there. Isn't there, there is a lot of action drama there. <laughs> <laughs> right on. But uh, before we go deep into there, shall we continue? Well, one other thing is sure. uh, the, I'm going to come back to uh, I'm a jealous God at one point. Yeah. That's kind of interesting. Oh, but, yeah. But we'll, we'll, we'll plow ahead. And then, and, the, and then the other thing in the, in, the, uh, in the fifth and sixth verse, it's kind of like, okay, people, do the math. You know, mm-hmm. it's like I'm going to punish, you know, third and fourth generation. You know, you're, you're yeah. life is going to be miserable in the not too distant future for you and, and for mm-hmm. your, you know, for your descendants. And it's kind of showing also this is how powerful I am. Yeah. And if not, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I are considered the alternative. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, a thousand, you know, benefits. Yeah. <laughs> so do the math. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. So. Why, why do you want to revisit the jealous God later? Um, what? Why not? Because why, <laughs> why should God be jealous? Well, <laughs> because there are be thousands about? of other pagan gods mm-hmm. competing. Yeah, but they're not real. They're unreal. You yeah. know, and, and jealousy doesn't seem like a divine are uh, they idea. Not real? It seems like a human idea. You know, I would think that if God did all of this stuff for the Hebrews and for them not to you know, appreciate or whatever. Because we know what happens afterwards. You know, they they create this golden calf and start praising him. And Moses is really, really upset. Mm-hmm. I mean, as if, you know, Moses, I mean, when I, it's hard to com- it's hard to separate Moses from God sometimes mm-hmm. <laughs> because, you know, especially when I think of the image of Charlton Heston with the white hair and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But you can imagine how angry God is. We know how angry Moses is. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I guess anger is a very human emotion. Um there is, I mean, I guess we could talk later on. I guess it's a deeper conversation. Mm-hmm. If there is humanity or if there is our emotion, uh, there are human-like emotions with God. The Old Testament God is very emotional. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, when, yeah. When, you, uh, when you compare this covenant, yeah, which is what this is, uh, it's a covenant God's making with the, with the, 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 the Hebrew people right, mm-hmm. right then mm-hmm. to the new covenant, which yeah. we can tie in later. Right. I think we'll, I think we'll be able to kind of like draw, mm-hmm. you know, in my mind the kind of like difference between, okay, what is a human value and what is a divine value, and yeah. how are they connecting or not connecting, right, mm-hmm. in in, the, in this Old Testament? But the, more importantly, is how do they connect in our lives, right? right. But anyway. And perhaps the only way that God can connect with us is in a human way because we are human. Uh, well, He tried it lots of other ways, and then yeah, and right. then came. Jesus. Exactly. <laughs> you know, That's exactly that right. Kinda, that kind of was the game changer. Yeah. Should I keep going? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to continue with... Uh, this is the third commandment, verse 7. Verse 7, yeah. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless that taketh his name in vain. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days shalt thou labor and do all thy work... But the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord thy God. In it thou shalt not do any work, thou, sh- thou, nor thy son, nor thy daughter, thy manservant, nor thy maidservant, nor thy cattle, nor thy stranger that is within thy gates. For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that is in them is, and rested, the seventh day, wherefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. Awesome. And just what you were saying, Deb, you know, these uh, first um, four verses are all about how do you love God? Mm-hmm. This is the way that you do it. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Sabbath day, I had a uh, girlfriend who was, uh, sem- who was, she was, Jeho- no, she was a Seventh-day Adventist. And, of course, they believe the this, this Sabbath is the Saturday. Mm-hmm. Right. So. They cut off all electricity and, you know, no TV, no anything like that. They cut off all electricity? Yeah. Hmm. They're very serious about it. Well, the the third commandment about not taking the name of the Lord, just Mm -hmm. not to skip over the third one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I've used that one a lot. A lot. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Afraid so. And I Mm -hmm. think we see it a lot. It's very commonplace, so. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder about, because uh, we were talking uh, in, during breakfast how we talk about love, the word love. You know, I can't imagine how many times I've said or someone said to me, oh, I love you so much. And, you know, our love will last forever and ever. And it's like, okay, 
will help forever last at least three months or longer than the last <laughs> time. And it's funny how we just throw words around yeah. and we don't have the value in the word. And the word God, the word Jesus, the word, you know, I, I love you, Lord, it has to have some meaning. So I think uh, when I hear, don't use the Lord's name in vain. It's just not, mm, don't curse, don't swear. But when you evoke the name of the when you evoke the name of the name, Lord, God, Jesus, have it have meaning. Yeah, I'm going to try to be more mindful of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I wasn't allowed to curse when I was growing up. Me either. <laughs> yeah. Not at all. Yeah. My dad would send my mom to another room. Oh, really? She cursed sometimes. Oh, yeah, interesting. Wow. The first time I used a curse word on the phone with my dad, I thought, oh, my gosh, I'm going to be in so much trouble. Mm-hmm. I was like 30. <laughs> 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 anyway. Yeah. Um, okay, so, and then, I'm sorry, just I wanted to just go back and touch on that one really fast. Oh, absolutely. Do we want to tackle the Sabbath? Yeah. I didn't have any, I mean, obviously, you know, uh, we look at the Sabbath. I remember the debate that I had with uh, the girlfriend at the time. I was like, well, how do you know it was Saturday? How long was a day? You know, what calendar was it and all that stuff? I didn't want to get too deep into that. But um, I think what the Lord is saying is, hey, have one day reserved uh, for me. Uh, The note that I have is set out a special time just for you and God. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I think I kind of get it that way, too. Yeah. It's kind of like it's just this. This is practical stuff. Mm -hmm. You don't I. I'll work six, seven days a week sometimes, and I find it absolutely ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I find, I mean, I'm just for my own sanity. Right. <coughs> I need a connection away from that element. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At least one day. And, and, and God is saying, like, at least just give it one. Yeah. You know? I mean, come on, be practical. You're just going to wreck yourself. Yeah, you know? the day of rest we we often refer Underst- to it as. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, understand that you know there's a, there's a time for labor and then there's a time when you really shouldn't. Right. You know, you really shouldn't. You should reflect yeah. on, you know, peaceful activity. Everything, everything around with your you should be peaceful. And the people you love. It means your cattle aren't working and nobody's <laughs> working. You know? Right. <laughs> like there's a podcast that I listen to. Um, it's um, American History Tellers, and it talks a little bit about the uh, the second industrial revolution that's where that's really where everyone not just the united states but everywhere started to get onto this work schedule i think that's the evolution of the like work 9 to 5 mm-hmm. the office the 40 hour work week yeah the 40 hour work week mm-hmm. and if you're in a corporate environment i mean there've been plenty of times uh, especially when i worked in new york where the boss is like well you're working overtime you know we, we got to get this deadline done mm-hmm. and you're so connected into you know what someone else wants that, you know, you can sometimes, you know, work Saturday or Sunday or whatever, not even think about taking time for you mm-hmm. and taking time for God mm-hmm. because, you know, we've become so industrialized. Well, it, you know, I mean, you know, God kind of explains it. It was essential for me. Right. <coughs> on, the, on the seventh day to let the world rest. Yeah. Yes. That's a not good just, point. Not just me. Great point. But all the creatures. Yes. Like everybody needs to do this to be in tune with. You know, that's right. Like some kind of reasonable sanity. Yeah. Yep. That's you a know, point. yeah, it's a great point. It, it, you know, I mm-hmm. mean, it just seems like practical. <laughs> yeah. know? Sunday's always been my favorite day because mm-hmm. when growing up, you know, we'd go to church, mm-hmm. we'd have our lunch, mm-hmm. and then you you didn't have to do anything. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. could read. You could. Mm-hmm. We watch TV. We turn the electric on. <laughs> you, yeah, yeah. you could go for a walk. Mm-hmm. You could do nothing. Yeah. Well, I mean, Saturdays and when I grew up was the cleaning time. You know, that's when you cleaned yeah. up the house and you know, you buffed everything. And you know, I tried to hurry up before you know two or three o'clock because that was when you had to be a, a particular time. That was when Kung Fu Fighting and Soul Train and you know all the good stuff <laughs> the on good TV, stuff TV was was on. <laughs> but but to do all of that work on Saturday so that Sunday, it's purely can be free. Can be free. Yeah, I remember I, I, I work Sundays generally. Yeah. I go to church and then I go to work. Mm-hmm. And I think I have the day off like a, like a normal person mm-hmm. uh, about a month or so ago. And I, I was sitting there and Daisy was home and I was, you know, she's she's got the day off generally every Sunday. And mm-hmm. I said, God, it's so quiet around here. Is it, <laughs> is it always like this? <laughs> this is this is absolute serenity. <laughs> This is the way normal people do a Sunday. This is amazing. (laughs) I love it. I always think of it, too. I could get used to that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And you should. I should. I should. I always think of it as a time to connect with your family. Uh, Yep. Yep, that's right. 
Right on. The Sabbath. Cool. Show them we'll move on. Somebody, somebody bring us out. They have to do the last, oh. <laughs> the big ones, the list, <laughs> the Shakespearean <laughs> list. Right? Oh, my gosh, yeah. <laughs> um, so let's see. The next one is uh, Commandment 5, verse 12. Honor your father and mother so that you may live long in the land the Lord your God is giving you. That's, that's the short NIV version. I think there's a longer one, mm-hmm. but. I have struggled with this one sometimes. I think children, teenagers often do. Oh, sure. Oh, I thought you, I thought you were going to say, yeah, I struggle with the next one. No, no. No, no. Uh, <laughs> I was just thinking about yeah. on, honor your... <laughs> I got to get rid of that. I've wanted to murder people. <laughs> you know, can I touch on the thou shalt not murder? Yeah. I mean, not, I'm not going to get into current events. Yeah. But we think murder like murder people. What about animals? I mean, you know, there's some very extreme people who won't even swat a fly, who won't even kill a fly. Mm-hmm. They will, like, you know, sort of capture it and they'll, like, put it out in the, uh, in the wild or whatever. Or feed it to their prey. Uh, <laughs> like, 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 beat a fly yeah. trap, right? Now, now, maybe I'm being too extreme <laughs> or whatever, but um, but, but it, it well, doesn't say apply, murder people. Yeah. You're right. It doesn't say murder people. Well, you my can dog Charlie is really going to burn yeah. because he loves <laughs> eating flies. He just loves it. It's a hobby. Yeah. <laughs> I never really thought about this commandment as – applicable to non-humans mm-hmm. but it I've killed a lot of plants well I, I, I kind of want to touch back on the honor your father and mother yes, because yes. that is something that I think I have heard mm-hmm. from young people and from my contemporaries that mm-hmm. is something that they've struggled with before because not everyone is a good father and a good mother that's exactly right and I think you know, I, I know in my growing up, th- I always struggled with this commandment. Um, but there are other places in the Bible where the Bible talks about being a good parent as well. Mm-hmm. And then also that, you know, you don't want to drive your children crazy and make them um, yeah. feel wrathful towards you. Yeah. Um, and, and on the other end, being a good – and it's something that I haven't really thought about until being an adult, being a good child – to mm-hmm. my parents. Yeah. Like, I remember, I, like, I'm the oldest of four, and I think I think you're the oldest, too, right, yeah. Deb? Yeah. yeah. So I take a response, especially when uh, Andre and Nikki were born, uh, th- there's a 14, 16-year difference. I took it upon my re- me, me as a responsibility to sort of help my mom and dad, help take care of Andre and Nikki. Like, if, you know, if Andre was crying, I would go and heat up the bottle and, uh, you know, and help them with, you know, schoolwork and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. It was just one of those things that I sort of took responsibility for. So I think a lot of folks don't think about, well, my parents have a responsibility to take care of me. Well, you as a child have a responsibility to establish a strong relationship with your parents, even if it's difficult. I think, uh, you know, my generation, generations that will follow my generation, Mm -hmm. you know, people, people's parents are living longer before. Oh, yes, right. My parents, my parents, their parents kicked when, uh, when they were still quite young. Mm -hmm. Um, Now my parents are living into their late Mm seventies and, may continue uh and now it's difficult for them but you know physically financially mm-hmm. and uh also my mom's mind is kind of sure, sure you know starting to not really be there all the time yeah she's really dependent upon uh, us kids yeah mm-hmm. and we're pulling together the one by one yeah uh, even my other sisters pulling together now too uh to to help them and i think that we're we're trying to follow this commandment mm-hmm. as as best as we can. Yeah, I mean we've all had our kind of bad blood differences between sure. our, you know, our our, our yeah. relationships with uh, our our mother and father. But now you, when you get to be almost peers, exactly, it's like okay, who's going to take care of these people? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. And also to add an addendum, I mean I've talked in other podcasts about my relationship with my mom before she passed away. Mm-hmm. It was a difficult one because, you know, she wasn't, I, I don't think she really wanted to be a mother. I don't think that she was, was one of, you know, just because you're pregnant doesn't mean that you, you're a mom. You know, it takes a whole mentality yeah. to do that. And my responsibility, when I think about this verse, um, I had to reestablish a relationship with my mom. And redefine it as far as a friendship. Exactly. You know? But also being real to her mm-hmm. to say, listen, mom, these are things that, I think you need to help you out. Like, for example, 
go back home and reconnect with your family, mm-hmm. with your family in D.C., with your sisters and your aunts and uncles who are still alive. Well, I think that was an honor for I think that for, was showing her honor her. and I think respect. That's, I think, about being I think real. That, I think yeah. that was, I think yeah. you can define that Reg Act as honorable. Yes. <laughs> you know? yeah. Yeah. And so, yes, you understand and, this. And I think a, a lot of folks level. who are listening to this can connect with the fact yeah. of, oh, you know, like a lot of us left our homes. Like all, none of us are natives of the Bay Area. So we got our jobs, we got our education. We're like, okay, see you later. And we're gone. <laughs> yeah. Basically. And yeah. a way of connecting and honoring our parents and going back to our community is not saying, well, hey, I'm here now. So the hell with D.C. or Texas or whatever. Mm-hmm. But we go back and we reconnect with the family and, you know, try to have a stronger relationship. Yes. And this is the first of the commandments that starts to shift from showing your love for God to showing your love for other people. Yep. And, and, but, it, but at the same time, this commandment is really sort of training you to love your father God. You know, your show respect and honor for your parents just as you would show for yeah. your father God. And w- what's interesting <laughs> in the NIV version, That's it true. adds this this little thing, honor your father and, and your mother so that you may live long in the land of the Lord your God is giving you. It's almost as if if you're good to your parents, I'm going to be good to you. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what God, I hear. I hope it's so. part of yeah. this. It's, it's another part of this covenant. You know, it's yes. Like, yeah. It's like it's not without its rewards. Exactly. You know. I think my NIV that I have brought up online is is catenated. Mm-hmm. So I apologize for that. Oh no, no. Yeah. Okay, let's keep going. <laughs> you shall not murder. Mm-hmm. We talked about that. That's pretty obvious. Yep. <laughs> e- even in with what's going on yeah. these days, yeah. You shall not commit adultery. And we touched on this earlier uh, when we were over breakfast that, that that often also includes thinking lustful thoughts is usually considered yeah. under that umbrella. Oh, yeah. Man. I, I'd really? actually. <laughs> yeah, we're all screwed. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know if we want to have a debate on that, but, Dude, you know, like I adultery is, is not an act, is, is, is either an, an action act. thing or is it a thought thing where if you if you look at let's say if you and uh, you I hate to use you as an example Craig but oh. let's say you and Daisy oh, are walking down the street <laughs> you see a hot chick I mean she is hot <laughs> I swear to God it was just a magazine rack <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that never happens to you Craig never never, never. <laughs> but it's tough it's it's very very tough especially with you know, I mean. There are video games where, you know, you've got all sorts of, you know, hotly drawn or pixelated, you know, chicks or dudes or whatever. Hey, listen, it's a problem. Daisy, you know, has lots of problems like this. I mean, she cannot dream a, a sexy dream without Brad Pitt being in it. Oh, yeah. I've tried to be and there. And he's available. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> apparently, both, both, both in and out of flesh. <laughs> Well, oh yeah, it's something gosh. we do have to struggle with. Okay. Oh, I hope she's not listening. Or maybe she's Well, I, I agree with you. I mean, I would like to agree with you that it's action-oriented yeah. instead of thought-oriented. Yeah. But I, I'm just calling out that a lot of people will put lustful thoughts under this umbrella. Well, sure. Or obsessive discipline. Or obsessive well, thought of yeah. thoughts. And we'll, we'll get into the Tenth Commandment, which also, you know, yeah. it deals with that as well. But, we but this, is, this is talking about the sanctity of a bond. Yes, and again, I'm going to harken back to like a bond you have with God, a covenant yep. you have with That's God. That's exactly right. Well, when you even marry, even though it's about yeah. loving other people. Yeah, when you marry, <laughs> you it's it's a bond between you and your wife sealed by God. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Plus, if you if you love your neighbor, yes. which is kind of what these last love your neighbor, last, but not last loving your neighbor. La- no, but if you truly love your neighbor, yes. like the way you should love yes, your neighbor, yes, yes. then. You're doing it respectfully. Yes, that's right. You know, you just are. Yeah. And and this is a primer of just how to be a better human being. Yes, that's you know? right. Mm-hmm. And how to love you, love your neighbor. <coughs> but the list goes on. You don't kill them. Then you don't. Then you don't. Then you don't <laughs> right. And uh, I'll, I'll continue. Thank you. Uh, you shall not steal. Easy enough. Yeah. You shall not give false testimony against your neighbor. Uh, we could talk about that. And the last one, you shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife or his manservant or maidservant, his ox or donkey or anything that belongs to your neighbor. <laughs> or anything. There you go. Well, I kind of, in other words, nothing. <laughs> Do not covet yes. anything. 
And coveting, you know, and that's why I brought up the Tenth Commandment, because coveting, if you think about adultery, in a purely just think, you know, just a, a you know, a thought, what I would consider a thought crime. Now, coveting is really, it begins in the mind. Yeah, it even calls that out specifically about right. your neighbor's wife. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Or, or the ox, or, you know, like a possession, like, yeah. ooh, Craig's got a watch. No, I, I actually I actually use the word covet a lot. I'm like, oh, I covet that sweater. Yeah. I actually have an ox. It's, it's all mine. I covet it. Yeah. This is a tough one because particularly in today's society. Oh, that's right. You know, we, well, are, I mean, we it, co- it, compete with each other constantly. It's a, it's a capitalist society. That's the reason why Jeff yeah. Bezos is the richest man on earth because Amazon, you know, we jump on Amazon. Ooh, that's a, I want to covet that. I'm buying. Buy, 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 buy. That's you why know? Lululemon changes colors every week. <laughs> is that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Ooh, you got the green ones. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. The, the latest <laughs> iPhone that comes out. Oops. Yeah. Oh. Got to go stand in line for four <laughs> hours. <laughs> right. Exactly. Because right. it has the newest feature. Right. That the, an, the, that the Android has had for uh, four years. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can out. tell who the Android person is and who, who the Mac person is. <laughs> you can tell who wears their pants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, uh, but, I mean, yeah, we live in a capitalist society, and it's all about buy, 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 buy. Or wanting. Or wanting. Wanting right. what you don't have. Yeah. I yeah. wonder if I make, like, was conscious of this in one day and thought of, like, wrote down, oh, I was wishing I had that. Seeing, I wonder wh- how long my list would be in today's world. I think about that mm-hmm. Talking Heads song. This is not my beautiful house. This no, is not yeah. my beautiful Yeah, that's right. I haven't heard that song in a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think about Psalm 23. I think it begins... Um, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Oh, yeah, you were talking about that. And the wanting, you know, uh, that's, it echoes um, the, uh, the Tenth Commandment here. I never thought of it that way. Coveting yeah. and wanting. Mm-hmm. Well, we all know about false witness, too. There's a lot of Lying. that going around. Yeah. Sp- plain and simple, right? <laughs> yeah, I think you're referencing Hope Hicks and, uh, yeah, White yeah, Lies. I'm, I'm <laughs> referencing all of Washington, D.C., Yeah, th- that's exactly right. <laughs> No offense. No, 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 no. That that is fine. If you lie that much, how can you know which one's a white one? Right, exactly. (laughs) I've heard someone say, well, everyone lies. I mean, what's the big deal? But, you know, my dad would say, hey, you're as good as your word. You know, if 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 no one can trust you, then, then, you know, what's whatever you say has no meaning. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you you know, yeah, integrity. Well, yeah, I think you know. I think my parents or my father was the same way. As I'm sure, when you start telling untruths, you'll find yourself quite alone. Right. <laughs> you know, you'll you know. Mm-hmm. No, no one's Lying and dishonesty, I think, were rampant in this time frame. You know. Yeah, I think so. I I do get the sense that you know these commandments were. You wonder how the Israelites were living. Yeah. And of course, you know, if you're living under oppression, under you know Egyptian oppression, you got to do whatever you got to do to survive. Yeah, and, if, you, you know. if your master tells you you've got to worship 17 different gods that day, mm-hmm. you do it. Yeah. You know? I, yeah. Or you get beaten or whatever. Sure. You know? But I think this commandment also harkens back to you hear a lot in different places in the Bible that God is truth. Mm-hmm. Yes. God is true. His word is truth. Mm-hmm. And so so this commandment is, is also aligning you back to God's truth. That, that's exactly right. And as we get closer to God, you get closer to the truth, and you become, hopefully, um, the truth, where yeah, and he's in, in in this in this in this chapter in this verse and in the, the very first verse, and throughout the Bible, and also with Christ, that it's a covenant, it's an agreement. Yep. Yeah. It means I'll keep my word, mm-hmm. and you keep yours. Yep. This is a this is a relationship. Even though I'm going to present it to you in fire and brimstone, and and master and slave. I mean, <laughs> yeah. 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 The yeah. Old Testament is God saying. Hey, I'm in charge. Yeah. Yep. And you're not. Right. And then Christ said, there's a new covenant mm-hmm. where it's like, you know, we are, we are swinging together. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to, we're, I'm going to live the life you live mm-hmm. so that you can live the life I live. Yeah. And understand and have a, be, have a deeper relationship with, with God. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad you, know? you, I'm glad you brought that up because a lot of people who, push away from Christianity, they'll, they'll look at, they'll say, okay, yes, so Exodus 20 is, is fantastic, but if you turn to 21 and 22, it gets into slavery and how you can own a slave and you have these other archaic laws which don't apply to us. So how can you take one part of the Bible and say it's relevant 
but other parts are not relevant. You know, when Jesus looks at, Jesus can always references the Old Testament. He does, yeah. Um, and he's basically saying, listen, this, you know, th- uh, I, I'm, I'm going to use as a foundation, you know, the Old Testament, but there's a new covenant. There's a new way mm-hmm. of praising God. You know, we talked about it in, in a couple, I think it was a couple of podcasts ago mm-hmm. where Jesus says, listen, love your God. Uh, how did it go, Craig? Love your God um, and then love your neighbor. So, yeah, this is from Matthew, I think. Yeah. Mark or Matthew? Um, the scribes were, you know, how they questioned, yeah. quest- asked Jesus a bunch of questions. Yeah. And he said the first of all the commandments is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one, and you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, mm-hmm. with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. Basically with everything. That's God. exactly right. That's the that's the new first commandment mm-hmm. in, in Jesus' Which Which comprises right. the first four. Exactly. Right. That's exactly right. Exactly. Very much. Yeah. You know? And then he says the second commandment is, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. There are mm-hmm. no other commandments greater than these. Yep. Yeah, which is the last six. Mark that's exactly five. right. And yeah. I th- there's a couple of quotes here I'd like to share. Sure. Yeah. And one is, and they're both <coughs> sort of si- – talking about the relevancy of these Ten Commandments. Mm -hmm. Uh, And there's both, and the reason I wanted to read both of them is because they kind of show two sides of the coin. One is written by a a Presbyterian minister, and the other by uh, an Episcopalian writer. First one is from George W. Stroop, and he says, uh, they, referring to the commandments, do not show us what we must do or how we must live in order to receive God's covenantal grace. They light our way and show us how we should live as people who have already been freely given God's grace in Jesus Christ. That's the kind of a Presbyterian sort of view. Mm -hmm. And uh, here's a different way of looking at it. These practices are not kindly suggestions. They express the purposeful will of God for God's people. Those who ignore the divine teachings do so at their own peril, not because God is standing over them with a hammer, but because the teachings describe the way of life. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah. Uh, that, that was from uh, Barbara Brown Taylor, who's written a bunch of Christian books. Books and, you know. I think about, the when I was thinking about and rereading the, the Ten Commandments, I have this very strong image of going to vacation Bible study as a child, a <laughs> Protestant VBS, with our neighbors and learning how to jump rope the Ten Commandments. Wow. <laughs> and, and then secondly, I, I, I often think about today, I don't know a lot of people who go to church or to bring their children to mm-hmm. church mm-hmm. and how this set of moral codes or guides – is, is very strong in that mm-hmm. maybe we're not teaching our community or having a community that has this kind of strength together. Yeah, I don't know what would be the moral code. How do you teach How do you teach a child morality if you don't have the Bible? I'm not saying that it's impossible, but I just wouldn't know how. Example? Sure. I don't know, jumping rope. <laughs> you know, I have a very I, strong visceral yeah, language. Yeah, I, I think, yeah. of, I think of those, those the little felt. Yes. Things that you put on the board. Yes. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, I, there's numbers of ways you can, you know. But those are all centered around a church community. Yeah. But I think what Reg is saying is, like, mm. how do you instill <coughs> yeah. the, these kinds of virtues yeah. or guides mm-hmm. into people that don't have a church community? Right, exactly. Where are they, whether that be Protestant or or, mm-hmm. or Judaism or Muslim, Muslim. or whatever, yeah, they're, indeed, they're yeah. really all the same tenets. Yeah. Um, I mean, one of the first things I think I told the story before, my grandmother would say, listen, God follows you everywhere, everywhere, even in the bathroom. Yeah, even in the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) And And it gave me the sense that even if I'm alone, I can't really get away with anything. Not that I'd want to get away with anything, but he really does follow you. And I guess I had a vivid imagination. I actually believe that. I I believe it now. So... And it gives you a sense of morality. I mean, when you, we think about what's happening in the world, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we just went through a bunch of shootings. As a matter of fact, yesterday, uh, a man shot thinking about honor thy mother and father. He killed his parents. This is at Michigan State. Uh, I'm sorry, Central Michigan, Michigan mm-hmm. University. 
horrible. I have no idea, you know, what was going on. I think when I read the news, he had been checked into a hospital the day before for a drug-related incident. Oh, really? And he was checked out, and then immediately afterwards, you know, um, what happened happened. He um, he shot his parents. But morality, I mean, when we think about civilization, when we think about how we are civilized as opposed to being uncivilized, it's about these moral codes. Or beneficial laws is another way maybe to yeah, think of it. Yeah, yeah. Laws for good. Yeah. I mean, how do you infuse in a child how to be good? I, I, I think you just uh, show kindness by example, even if you can't or don't know how to mm-hmm. illustrate to them, okay, here are the Ten Commandments or, or here's Christianity. Mm-hmm. I think that's the I, only I think way, you, yeah. I think you just exhibit kindness. I mean, it's yep. like I like when I see a little kid playing with a doll, I tell, you know, a mm-hmm. baby doll, I say like, how are you, you going to hold the baby? How should you be? How should the baby's very fragile? How do you hold it? How do you care for the baby? You kiss the baby. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you just start to show Compassion? examples of like. Doesn't it feel good to be kind to this this yeah. little yeah. thing? Yeah, isn't the, isn't being kind fulfilling? And the kids go like, yeah, it is, and they get yeah. you know. Well, hopefully, I mean, there's some kids, unfortunately, that that necessarily don't. When I think about the Old Testament and the New Testament, I think about how I was raised as a child. Um, there was a bit of corporal punishment. I mean, just you know, um, there was the belt. Welcome to the 70s. <laughs> exactly. Dad would be like, listen, I told you to do something. If you don't do it, you know, you know what's going to happen. You've got to go to the bathroom, take off your pants. Yeah. As I got older, that didn't work anymore. And so there's the reasoning. Listen, you know, I, I don't know why you did what you did, but, you know, this hurts. You know, this hurts your mother. It hurts your father. It, it hurts. So you can't. And I think about the Old Testament, New Testament that way, where God, before Jesus came to, in the scene, was all about the wrath. Uh-huh. Do this or else I'm going to smite you. I'm going to cut you down. Right. I'm, a, I'm a jealous God. <laughs> but know? also he's trying to wrangle yes. these wild That's exactly these right. wild people, people right? who yeah. like have <laughs> thousands of gods that they're exposed to. Mm-hmm. He's trying to corral them. When you do classroom management, when you're yeah. teaching a class, yeah. the first thing they tell you is you've got to be stern and have order. And then after you establish that, then you can... Right. Show your loving side. Yeah. I think I brought up in the Bible study. I don't know if it really came out the way I wanted it to. I said, like, these people are, like, born into, like, this, or in this slavery. And then yeah. they were taken out of the slavery. And they're, they're brought into another form of slavery with these, like, rules. I said, it's kind of like Stockholm Syndrome. For these but folks. in between <laughs> that, they kind of had this wild, I can do anything I want. Mm-hmm. I yeah. can make a golden calf. Yeah. Yeah. Moses isn't here to tell yeah. me not to. We can to. have an orgy. We but, can, exactly. But, yeah. but would you call it a new slavery, or is it just, I mean, when I think about American democracy, um, there are rules we have to follow. I mean, I, you know, we can't run the red light or whatever. But no. it's not necessarily slavery, no, but No, like I rules. said, it didn't go over too well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> right, exactly. You know, we know about the golden calf and, and what have you, but, uh, you know, f- there were some who still adhered to the rules and adhered to, you know, the new covenant. And there are some today that adhere to the rules too much. Ah, uh, sure. Zealots. Yeah. 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 Zealots, Pharisees, sure. No, I think I think condensing it the way Christ did is like, you know, there's two main commandments. One, two, do this. You're, you're doing okay. Yes. You know, it's, yeah. more, it's going to work out. Mm-hmm. It's not as hard as it seems. Yeah. You do your best yeah. to yeah. try to align. I mean, we have, the, you know, we have the laws without necessarily the emotional context to it or the conne- emotional connection to it. And then Jesus sort of supplies the emotional connection. You know, we, we talked all about how he uses parables mm-hmm. and stories. Or just straight out healing. Yeah, straight you know? out healing. You know, yeah. Um, and then... After Jesus' death, you know, with the writings of Paul, we get sort of a philosophical discussion where he's writing these letters to the Corinthians and the and the Ephesians, talking about the laws. Like I mentioned, circumcision. I think in First Corinthians, mm-hmm. you know, because there's a group of people who are like, "Hey, you got to be circumcised." You know, remember the old commandments? You got to be circumcised in order to whatever. Yeah, I, have, I have a neighbor upstairs that likes to work out. I was so. like, "What is that?" <laughs> well, Paul, 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 would, Paul would always draw from the Old Testament too, so so that the even the old timers could relate. Yeah, you know. But his his point is, if you want to follow the Old Testament, the old rules, that's fine. Mm-hmm. If you want to 
you worship God in, in your way, let's say you, you're not circumcised and you feel, well, that separates me from the love of God. No, that's not true. Whatever you do, do because you love Jesus Christ. Do because in the love of God, in the name of Jesus Christ. Well, but Jesus is also saying these are the, the really the only two things that are important. Yes. Yeah, That's exactly right. If you need to remember anything, remember this. If you need to take away, this is the takeaway. This is the takeaway. Yeah. This yeah. is the PowerPoint slide. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. One, two. <laughs> See, I got a thousand people here, and then I got to be in the next town. Yeah, <laughs> I got to go. Right, right. Yeah. This, here's your handout. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like you have the Constitution, and then you have the amendment to the Constitution, yes. but it really just, you know, binds the two together, binds well, everything together. I think, well, I think Paul wrote in one, I forget which letter but said like uh he's saying like you, you you know even like abraham and sarah you know i mean he was old she was barren mm-hmm. how could anything nice happen in their lives but it was a promise yes and a promise is a promise yes god made the promise god fulfilled the promise yes abraham and sarah had the faith to wait yes until the promise mm-hmm. came and it came yes isaac yeah Christ made a promise. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sorry, but I got I, I got I got evidence here. Is mm-hmm. what you're saying? Even even those you who are still thinking that this that Christ is a new idea, the idea of God making a promise doesn't make promises he can't keep. Thirty three thousand years old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it was a way of relating. I mean, they were you know they were having to relate that old mm-hmm. philosophy. Yeah. In a new mindset and make it contemporary for, you know, just the, like the we're trying young, to do today. The new young right. Christian that's church, right. and, and that's kind of what we were saying. You know, I mean, you know, hey, the Bible is just a book. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, mm-hmm. it's not the it's not the way of life. It's a guiding, you know, principle. Mm-hmm. It's you know, and and we have to we have to make it work for us today. Just like we're wrestling now with the Second Amendment. Oh, the NRA yeah, is yeah. not the Second Amendment. Right. <laughs> you know? yeah. And to tie the two together is mm-hmm. absurd and, and wrong. Y- and you have to understand the context. I mean, that's why I talk about the writings of the Bible. You know, the Bible's written by a bunch of uh, individuals. I'm not oh, saying a long period of time. By exactly. hundreds of others. And rewritten and <laughs> exactly. augmented. And, yeah. yeah. And when we think about the Constitution, the United States Constitution, they were written in earnest at the particular time to, you know, resolve some issues and also to sort of establish what the United States really, really means. Now, the Second Amendment, I mean, does the Second Amendment mean, you know, a right for an individual to bear arms? Does it mean a right it for us, a, to a militia. militia? Exactly. Which for was very practical for them at that time. Exactly. Well, you know, we didn't have a standing army right. back then. So. Now we have the biggest one in the world. Exactly. But yet... People still love but to have I, our AR-15s. Yeah. Uh, so because you guys brought this up, I just want to do a shout-out to all those young people out there who are Absolutely. driving they're, they're towards this They're doing a fantastic movement. job. In yeah. the short period of time, they mm-hmm. have moved this issue dramatically. Yes. And Congress, even before they show going. up for the March of Lives, is already saying, like, we're so ready to say no. You know, we're so ready to say no to you folks. Oh, yeah. Preparing. You know, we're we're. We're, we're, we're gathering up steam yeah. mm-hmm. to let you know how, how we're going to That's do okay. absolutely nothing. Those kids nothing. have boundless energy and drive. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I have a feeling coming this March it's going to mm-hmm. be a, a noun and a verb what a for shame. a lot of people. Yeah. For a lot what of a people. shame that you think that people will be motivated by love. Isn't it amazing how people are motivated by, I'm not going to say hatred, or, but by sadness, by, uh, you know, by death or whatever. It's like... This cannot stand, so I'm going to be motivated. I mean, there are kids who are running for uh, the the. I think it's in. Is oh, it in Kansas? Al- Kansas. It's in Kansas. Yeah. They're running for the governorship. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think there's a difference between the concept yes. of something and then when it impacts you exactly. specifically. That's exactly. And that is when you have a call to action. Right. Something that jump pushes you out of your seat mm-hmm. and motivates you to act. Well, I think uh, unlike a lot of people who are inured to this. Hurt and mm-hmm. this madness. Yeah, I think these young people are like, I don't see any reason why I have to live this new fear. Yeah, and I don't want to live this new fear. I'm going to find out how not to. Yeah, and how to prevent it because they don't want to live their lives that way. That's exactly. They don't right. want to live their lives thinking like, oh well, mm-hmm. I guess I just have to be afraid. Yeah, 
you know. And so fear is a motivation school, as opposed be to love. Be afraid. Yeah. When yeah. I attend, yeah. attend on a, both sides. Mm -hmm. When I attend an event and people are, you know, packing, mm -hmm. you know, I, I guess I just have to walk around like it could happen to me. No, right. they don't want to live that way. Yeah, they they don't want that way of life. It's just not just about laws. It's about how do you want to live your life. Yeah. And, and what's interesting, we talked about it in the last <coughs> podcast um, in uh, Luke twenty-two forty-nine through 51, <coughs> excuse me, where Peter has the sword, cuts off the ear, and Jesus heals him and says, listen, you can either live by the sword or die by the sword. When we talk about individuals who take up a gun and, and let's say kills, like, you know, we talk about the fifth commandment, how simple it is. We didn't even talk so much about it. Thou right. shalt not kill. Hey, it's self-explanatory. And yet? But, and yet. <laughs> but people feel motivated what i talked about last week people do things because they feel they feel justified mm -hmm. like my 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 no one understands my pain i feel justified in doing what i'm doing mm -hmm. uh of course afterwards they're like oh i'm sorry okay i guess i shouldn't have done it but so any of us can be like that 19 year old kid who had his heart broken because his, his ex-girlfriend you know went off with another guy and on valentine's day he's like what well, the hell with it i feel horrible Everyone else is enjoying yeah. Valentine's Day, but me. Let me grab a gun and just, you know, kill people. They, they're justifying their, their actions. Right. But just like when we tackle a play and we are playing a character that may not be the protagonist mm -hmm. or a benefic beneficent character, yeah. we have to figure out how to justify their actions. Right, exactly. And as Christians, we have to be careful. We have to be careful not to, I mean, just as Peter. I mean, Peter is one of the most popular of the apostles. I mean, you know, Jesus says, on this rock, mm -hmm. I will build my foundation on you. But yet he was the one who was motivated by anger, mm -hmm. and then immediately after, it's like, oh, no, I, I don't, you know. Well, he's the most impulsive Christ. one. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. the most impulsive one. Yeah. Uh, well, I think they were, we're talking about laws, and yes. we're going to round yes, back please. a little bit. Absolutely, absolutely. Laws are laws, and laws are fallible. And laws, yeah. laws uh, uh, I think it was Paul who wrote, you know, you know laws... Laws punish and reward and and can work or not work. Yeah, people can adhere to them or not adhere to them. Mm -hmm. Faith is divine. Faith is what you're looking for. Yes, beyond 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 the laws, knowing in your heart what's right mm -hmm. or what's not right. Mm -hmm. That's that's the key here. Yeah, that's exactly that's the right. key to it. You know, yeah, and, uh, and, I, and I feel like you know these kids coming up and they're like wanting the laws to change, and, yeah. and demanding the laws to change are doing much more than that. Yeah, you know they're using their faith and their power and their belief mm -hmm. to just create a moral change. Yeah, you know, that's why you a lot of you know these companies who are turning. That's exactly right. You that's know, it's point. not just the people who buy their products; it's their employees mm -hmm. who are saying like. I don't want to work for you anymore if you act yeah. like this. That's exactly right. Uh, you I, know. Well, was it Target or Walmart who they're not going to sell the uh, the AR-15s uh, anymore? Dick Sporting Goods, Dick Sporting Goods, Kroger. Yeah. Kroger. Yeah, I was like, Kroger sells guns? But yeah. they have another, they have another yeah. company. Amazon and Apple have yet to get on board. I know. But Apple? Yeah. Yep. Apple sells? What do they sell? I don't know that they sell guns, but they have NRA they maybe, ties. The, 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 the NRA uh, discount. I think that's what it is. Okay. Like Delta. Delta has an NRD. No, they – well, they uh, – They discontinued it? Yes. Okay. Awesome. And then, there. And then the state of Georgia passed some law that they, they were going to get a huge tax break. Uh-huh. And um, unless they retained their affiliation there with the NRA and I Delta said, that. you can't buy our morality. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah, so it's a, it's a belief, mm -hmm. faith, mor moral change yeah. is, is what uh, – is what – these kids started exactly and it's what what people want right i mean so the employees of these companies not just the people who buy their products mm -hmm. but the, the people who who make them and sell them yes the people themselves are saying like no we don't work we don't want to work for this yeah we don't want this to represent and the us children shall lead them. that's right and the children shall lead them yeah and the only reason why i brought up the the 19 year old when we talk about laws like this is what god wants you to do it's also important to talk about why we break them or why we why you know that that inch, that knee jerk reaction to, and it's it's a warning sign you know this you know these are what the laws are and this is what happens when you break them, and this is this is the um, what do I want to talk about the the the, the temptation 
the temptation of breaking the laws and how we have to fight against those temptations. We may say something as simple as, well, thou shalt not kill. That's easy. But if you look at it in such an easy way and not really absorb, you know, how we have to retain our covenant with God, mm-hmm. when we think more about our covenant and our love of God and our love of our neighbors, mm-hmm. it's much easier to fight the temptation. Maybe next week we can talk about temptation. Yeah. Well, we got to talk about John the Baptist then. <laughs> All right. Repent, sure. repent, because one of the very yeah. first things we do. Well, I think you're up next, uh, Deb. Oh. One, one, of the, one of the very <laughs> first things we do yeah, in church go. before we ask for God's blessing or yeah. ask for the sacrament, the very yeah. first thing is we confess. Yes. Yep. Part of the distinct confession is saying, I have not loved mm-hmm. the Lord thy God with all my heart. Yeah. I have not loved my neighbor yeah. as myself, and I'm humbly sorry, and I repent. Yeah. And that you know, and by doing that, mm-hmm. by by confessing your sin, yes, um, yes, you're then allowed to ask for grace. Yes, you know, but it's kind of a one, it's kind of a one step, not before the other, not before the other kind of thing. Yeah. And, so we have we can talk about that. Yeah, I guess. I'll look for watch. something. Yeah, to, it's to up trigger. to you. <clears throat> yeah, okay. But I mean, you know, when we talk about the covenant with our neighbors, of course, we we focus. You know, anytime we talk about religion, it's like, oh, our relationship with God, our relationship with God, but our relationship with our neighbors, our fellow man and woman, that's just as much important. I mean, absolutely. We can talk about you know the Me Too movement and you know uh, women's rights or whatever. Our relationship our to this earth covenant. and the yeah. responsibility we have towards all the creatures in it. Yeah. You know. But looking at a woman not just as a sexual figure, but you know, as 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 a human being, as a thinking uh, well, human God being. God wants us to develop a relationship with, with each other, with, yeah. with, mm-hmm. with, with Him. Yeah. With, you know, it, it, He wants that give and take. Yeah, and when we don't, when we separate for whatever reason, when we get into this mentality of "I'm alone," this pain that I feel is simply my own, separating ourselves from mankind or whatever that's how we get into the temptation of committing you know whatever sins that you know that goes against the uh, ten commandments yeah, we need each other as we exa- that's exactly we right need each we other. have so many opportunities to be there for one another mm-hmm. yeah. and and the, yeah so when i was thinking too about the ten commandments i was thinking mm-hmm. i have so many opportunities to follow these that i don't take <laughs> <laughs> right exactly oh but you take a fudge <laughs> <laughs> i take a detour <laughs> every now and then <laughs> well, so next week we'll we'll talk about temptation. Sure, you'll give and, us Bible and maybe version. some demons. Oh, yeah, oh. there's been a lot of demonic activity apparently. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, this is now see. Oh, is that your phone going off? Yeah, sorry. Okay, but um, yeah, we we'll have to get into this debate because you know, Craig, you still don't believe in in Satan or um, uh, or just an inherent evil yeah. in the world. Well, I, I'm sure you believe in evil, like you know, I guess. But the evil comes from within. It comes from our stepping out of the light of God. I feel like I, I feel yeah. like we make a we make a lot of a lot, if not all, of our own problems. Yeah, I would know? agree with that. And uh, and I don't really need to go looking outside anything for hell. Yeah, or a beauty if I look for it. You know. Yeah, although I still believe in a, of an evil presence, an evil presence that you know you hear people say, I don't know why I did it. I just I heard a voice. That was Flip head. Wilson. I believe in demons. <laughs> that was Flip Wilson. The devil made it. Flip Wilson. <laughs> yeah, for, for I haven't those heard that name in a while. Go, yeah. go ask Siri. Yes. Ask Siri Wikipedia. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Google, Google, Google him. Flip Wilson. And then Good old Flip Wilson. Scratch your head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All, All right. right. Hear that All right. Well, t- this is next week's going to be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be good. So who's going to close us out in prayer? I will. Okay. Um, dear Heavenly Father. Thank you so much for this opportunity to share our faith with our listeners and with each other and to have a dialogue about about you mm-hmm. and about how you impact our lives today. Mm-hmm. Um, may we bring forth um, the things that we've learned here and our optimism and our light that we get from you into our coming week. And we'll come together again next week and share our faith again. In your holy name we pray. Amen. 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 Fantastic! It was good. It was good. Good. It was a good day. <laughs> it's, it's always good to be here with you guys. Absolutely. Likewise. So I will close us out. Faith is a podcast open to anyone. You may not believe at all. You may be Muslim, Jewish, agnostic, or atheist. You may have had a horrible experience in the church, which have made you turn your back to God. You can still have faith. We ask you to listen to this podcast, even challenge us on Facebook or on SoundCloud, and share what you feel. Don't feel alienated because we speak of what we believe. 
The Bible has been around for thousands of years, and even now in the age of the Internet and social media and great technology, it still has a message for all of us. You can listen to this podcast, where you're listening to it now, but you can tell your friends on the Apple Podcast app or on iTunes. Just open up iTunes, click on store. Don't worry, you're not going to buy anything. Go to the search engine on the upper right-hand side and search for you got to have faith, and you will find us. If you're an Android user, download SoundCloud or just go on the SoundCloud.com. Search for us, you got to have faith, and you'll find us. Thanks for listening, and God bless. Hallelujah.